Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. I'm your host, Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. It is Tuesday, November 22nd. Hope you are having a good day, good week, uh, Thanksgiving, right around the corner, Cowboys playing the Washington Redskins coming up. Of course, Dallas nine and one on a nine-game winning streak. They uh, it all started with a week two win at Washington, so it should be interesting. In today's show, I'm going to play some sound from uh, Dan Bailey. Also, play a little bit of sound from Jason Garrett and, uh, uh, and and Darren McFadden, who returned to practice for the first time on Monday. Darren McFadden. Fourth in the league in rushing a year ago, and now he is uh, kind of on the outskirts. I mean, no one really knows what type of role he might have for this top-ranked rushing offense with Ezekiel Elliott, but Darren McFadden is back. The Cowboys have three weeks to kind of decide what they want to do with him. So uh, we we will kind of see how that all unfolds, but – uh, let me just jump right into this. I, I think it's kind of humorous. Uh, that there's a video of Dak Prescott throwing away a piece of trash. And he he whipped on his first attempt at, at getting it in the ba- basket. So he kind of looked at it for a second, picked it up, or stood up, picked it up. And uh, everyone is acting like it. It says so much about Dak Prescott's character. I mean, it's kind of humorous. I mean, Brandon Carr laughed about it. Jason Garrett kind of laughed about it. Uh, I mean, the guy threw away a piece of trash, and and now we want to anoint him as a saint. Not saying Dak Prescott isn't a good guy, but uh, at at the end of the day, uh, you know, I I think it just kind of gets to show how overblown – uh, so, some things can get, you know, the video went viral and everyone is just uh, uh, all all over it. So here, I just want to play real quick. Uh, here's Jason Garrett's response to that. Oh, sorry, G- give me one second. I will load that player up. So that, that was kind of Jason Garrett's reaction. I mean, let's not overblow a, a guy putting a piece of trash in the trash can like uh, 
any more than it was. But that's, again, not to take anything away from Dak Prescott. He is a good guy, but I just find it funny of what type of things can uh, uh, get viral and go viral. But anyways, let's get back to the game. Let's get back to the team. As I said earlier, Darren McFadden returned to practice. It was only a walkthrough on Monday with a short week, but he is off the non-football injury list, and uh, the the Cowboys have this three-week window where they can decide whether or not they want to put him in or uh, put put him up to the 53-man roster or put him on season-ending IR. Uh, And I'm going to play Darren McFadden audio right now. All right, just give me one second. I apologize. Man, just uh, just feel good to be out there. Like I said, we had a walk through today. I was just able to get the team, move around the guys, so it definitely felt good. Feel ready, everything? Oh yeah, I feel good. Uh, great shape right now. I've been working out since the um, training camp, so just getting ready, getting ready to get back out on the field whenever they give me an opportunity to. How much different are you from, say, when the first week they could have activated you to now? Uh, I'll say I'm a lot stronger in my own. I like, try to sit up and down here and everything. That was one of my main things, just trying to let that heal up and get a lot of strength back in there. It's been like watching. I mean, you've got to be excited for the team, but also it's got to be tough to wait your turn. Uh, the one thing I always tell people, you know, if it was last year and I was having to do this right now, I'd be a wreck right now. You know, the fact that we're winning, you know, we've been winning, playing ball games. The offense has been playing great. Defense is playing great. You know, you know, I'm just happy about that. Like I said, I'm just ready to get out there and get some action when I get a chance. You expect to be active soon? You know, they have a three-week grace period where they can practice with me. So, you know, right now I haven't heard anything from the coach, so I'm just rolling with that. What sort of role do you think uh, you can play on this team? You know, for me, I tell my ball player, man, whatever they want me to do, whether it's just going out on special teams or whatever, yeah, even if they want me to play defense, I will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, appreciate it, y'all. All right, that was uh, Darren McFadden there, and as you heard, he is ready to go. Offense, defense, special teams, he just wants to get back in there. So, uh, But, you know, I, I don't know, you know, kind of like I said, what – role he can really fill. Ezekiel Elliott's turned it up a notch. He, he's going back against this Redskins team that stripped him twice in week two. So, uh, But Zeke has not fumbled since, and he, he needs to take care of the ball certainly on Thursday if the Cowboys are going to extend this nine-game winning streak to a ten-game winning streak. And uh, as far as McFadden's concerned, you know, he, he was such a good pro last year. Had a kind of a bounce back, resurrected his career, so to speak, uh, by topping the thousand yard mark, and and was named the Cowboys' offensive MVP for 2014 or excuse me, 2015. Uh, unfortunately, had the accident where he broke his elbow and and has been out the whole season. But it's kind of like what happened to Tony Romo. I mean, if there's a young guy and he's playing well and, and kind of overtakes you and, and overtakes your position. There's not much else you can do about it other than just kind of tip your cap and, and what have you. But uh, So we, we will see kind of how this how the Cowboys handle this running game coming up and uh, kind of go from there. But I also wanted to get into this Dan Bailey audio. Uh, Dan Bailey, if you don't know, actually set 
a Cowboys record. So much focus on Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, but Dan Bailey actually, uh, you know, kind of put his own name in the record book, making the most field goals in Cowboys history and passed uh, Septian uh, on the all-time list. So here's Dan Bailey. He also, and if you don't aren't, don't remember, two weeks ago at Pittsburgh, he kicked the longest field goal ever at Heinz Field. So Dan Bailey is having a tremendous season. He also touched on the fact that 12 uh, – their kickers missed 12 PATs on Sunday. So here's Dan Bailey. It's got to be a lot too, right? Yeah, I mean, I, the first thing is it's just uh, a huge honor to, to be able to play that long and kick that many field goals. Um, so, uh, yeah, when you're up there um, with names like Septian, who've had a great career here, um, obviously that's that's a huge honor. But uh, my plan is to make plenty more. So um, enjoy it a little bit. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a good milestone. But, um, you know, I think... <laughs> How, how this team's playing this year is more exciting than anything, so I'm just trying to enjoy that. What's the secret to your consistency? Because, I mean, that's the hardest thing to achieve in sports, to be able to do it over and over no matter what the situation is. Uh, I think, you know, preparation would probably be the first one. Um, just having high standards for yourself. Uh, really, my, my idea is to have my bad day is everybody else's good day. Um, that's kind of my mentality I take into practice. And... I think the other thing is working with LP and Chris for as long as we have the continuity there. They take a lot of the thinking out of it for me because I know that they're going to do their job to the best of their ability as well. So, you know, it takes everybody. Um, I'm, the, I'm the third piece of that puzzle as far as the operation goes, so uh, they make it really easy on me. What did you mind when you see yesterday where 12 extra points are missed in the league? It's never happened before. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> I guess the first reaction is the, the rule changes is doing exactly what they, you know, wanted it to do, make it a tougher kick. And, uh, you know, obviously it's, it's later in the season. season. Some, of the, some of the games had a little bit of weather going on, some wind and rain and stuff like that. So I think that factors in. Um, and then really just, it's just the day and age we're in right now. You know, stats like that are so instant now. Everybody knows what's going on around the league. Um, I guess my counter to that would be I'm sure there's been a time where all the quarterbacks threw an exuberant amount of interceptions in one day. So um, I think it's just one of those deals where it's kind of a crazy stat. It just happened to happen, you know, yesterday. And uh, I'm sure everything will go back to normal this week. Did you also realize, too, that that field goal you kicked at Pittsburgh was the longest ever at that state? Yeah, I didn't realize that at the time. Yeah, we, uh, I think one of our PR guys mentioned it after the game, so uh, that's kind of a cool stat. Um, you know, historically a tough place to kick, and, you know, really we lucked out. We had, you know, pretty much brand new grass and hardly any wind, so um, I can't complain there. So did you know you broke the record yesterday? I didn't know. Um, Somebody, uh, one of our PR guys mentioned it, you know, probably towards the beginning of the season, and I'd just kind of forgotten about it, and uh, came off the sideline after that last kickoff, and the ball guy was like, hey, we got a ball for you, I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't know, I didn't really know what he was talking about, but then uh, uh, I talked to some of the guys after the game, and that's what they were saying, so, so what are you doing with the ball? Uh, well, I had it in my locker this morning. I think they're going to kind of paint it up and 
put whatever on it, some kind of, you know, some kind of something. I don't know what they're going to do with it, but uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna keep that one for sure. Do you have money? Do you save a lot? Or what does it take to free to actually keep one to treasure? Yeah, I mean, we, uh, you know, I mean, everybody's kind of aware we do like the game balls, we win the game, and offense, defense, special teams, and stuff like that. So obviously, if, uh, if you get one of those, you can wrap one around, but... For the most part, the ones I do have, I just have sitting in a box. Um, I haven't really figured out what to do with them yet, so um, I'll probably just throw that one in there with the lot. And eventually, I might pull a couple of them out. Uh, All right, that was Dan Bailey there, and as you heard, uh, he is in the record books for the Dallas Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott also joined him on Sunday. Uh, Cowboys, big game, of course, against the Redskins. The first nine victories the Cowboys have, the teams are a combined 31-58-2. These final six opponents have a record of 35-24-1. So not to scare anyone, don't know if that, you know, read too much into that or not, read what you want, but uh, certainly the Cowboys are going to be tested more down the stretch than they were in the early part of the season, but the end of the day, they don't make the schedule. They just play the games, and, and they've won 9 of 10. So, Cowboys at Redskins. I'll be back tomorrow with more analysis. Uh, and then, of course, Thursday is Thanksgiving and a big game for the Cowboys. Again, I'm Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. As always, I appreciate you tuning in. Please let your friends, coworkers, family know Locked On Cowboys is the place to get all your Cowboys insight as well as the rest of the Locked On Podcast Network. We have every team covered, so make sure you check out Locked On Podcast on iTunes, on Audio Boom, what have you. Anyways, until tomorrow, take care. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. The list.